Whether you're an amateur or professional cook, we can all agree that we'd love to be outdoors. So what if I told you there was a company that could enhance your outdoor cooking experience in any situation? Do I have your attention? Let me introduce to you Camp Chef. For my backyard barbecuers, their pellet smokers combined with its Wi-Fi technology and adjustable smoke levels is a total game changer. Not to mention their signature pellet dump, ash dump, and slide and grill features makes your pellet grill unlike any other. But wait, let's attach the one and only sidekick onto the side of that smoker powered by a 28,000 BTU burner. And now we can griddle, grill, and even bake a pizza on your very own pizza oven. Do you like the camp, guys? Camp Chef's got you covered there, too. They provide a plethora of portable propane grills, griddles, and even portable pellet smokers, y'all. So go to CampChef.com and treat yourself to the highest quality cooking products out there to ensure that you, your family, and friends have the best food you've ever had anytime, anywhere. Camp Chef. y'all welcome back to another episode of that reload podcast i'm your host joel sitting across from me is jeremy the kitchen white law Meh. sitting next to him is our pit master and producer mr matt Farr. levels levels and last but not least the sweet and sassy sometimes salty miss stacy hey guys matt you're you that the look of pain on your face because you don't know you, you don't know if we're gonna make it was it, because make it i felt the, like we weren't gonna make it yeah <laughs> i get to the end every time <laughs> jeremy leaves a huge gap before matt every time and it just makes the music bed run out He's you know like, what matt you know what meh <laughs> 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 oh man so guys we have an amazing episode this is part of we do part de of de. our Cinco de Mayo last Cinco de Drinco you have to say de. dose it's not French. It's it's <laughs> got to be dose part dose. Yeah. Okay, my bad. I'm, I'm just I was looking forward to the F wad of the week. So uh, yeah, uh, we'll go part dose. Uh, we did recipes and entrees last week. So if you didn't get that, go back and check it out. We had several really great recipes that we did for Cinco de Mayo. Um, but at this point, <laughs> you better get on it because. It's the day before. Anyways, uh, this week we're doing a special edition of Porn on the Podcast. Our porn director is producer Matt. So you're going to want to look forward. Yeah, look forward to that right there. And and we're going to be talking some cocktails, y'all. So stay with us. We're talking about a lot of cocktails. But right now, we're going to do what we always do. Catch up. So, guys, how you been doing? I had a birthday. Yeah, it came up. Right, you know? hey. <laughs> yeah, so uh, had a birthday this week, and uh, yeah, everybody gave you week. such love ah, online. Damn, man. I did. I, dude, it was. Uh, I was getting blown up tech via text message, Instagram. What's up, homie? Uh, Josh, how old did you turn this year? Was it fifty? <laughs> Josh, <laughs> I wanted to say something so bad. I, want, I, want, I, want, I wanted to, I wanted to be like, thanks, Alan, or or, <laughs> or, or Alex, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, thanks, Haldeman. No, but uh, had a, 
Oh, that would have been great. That would have been awesome. That would have been perfect. It's I'm not too late. So go back. Wait, go back. Like, no, they're a great company. It's they a, are it's a great the, company. It's the thought that counts. It man. is. That it, was very sweet. They are a fantastic company. So, hey, listeners before we skate by, you you have to explain it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Explain, so explain what you know, we're, we're getting all these diff, all these uh, messages. You know, happy birthday, birthday. I'm, you know, feeling all love, and then this uh, this company that. Uh, we we've talked to in the past and whatnot. They, they actually go, gave away a package for one of our yeah, anniversary. We've done some giveaways with them. Yep, great, great people. Uh, but they put "Happy Birthday, Josh." But it was sweet of them to, <laughs> to even say "Happy Birthday." It was. It was a thought that counts. I mean, you've called people the wrong name all the time. Yes, and you know what? I can see. I kind of look like a Josh. You know, some Josh is a good strong name. Maybe I can see that. So, um. Stacy took me out to the Walnut Kitchen. You've heard me talk about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was, fancy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We had a fantastic dinner. Uh, we didn't break the bank this time. We just got some chicken lollipops. We did some buffalo chicken lollipops and some fried chicken oh, lollipops. Um, they're fried. And they're this big. I'm not kidding. Yeah, but they took the the fried chicken they're lollipops. Chi- chi- chicken legs, right? Yeah. 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 But for, yeah. they were bigger than anyone I've ever seen. Like, they were just... So massive. They were meaty. Tender. But uh, the fried was it chicken. A turkey leg? No, it was yeah. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that big. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it had honey and, 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 and fresh thyme on it. And on the fried chicken. On the one. fried chicken. And the other one was buffalo with a blue cheese mousse to dip it in. Um, with celery ribbons. Oh. Celery ribbons. That was, that was delicious. We got some. What, uh, what, what, where, where was the mousse from? It was from Canada. Alaska. Canada, oh Alaska, or Canada. it was Bullwinkle, Kalaska, Kalaska, right down Kalaska. the border. Yeah, right down the. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kalaskan moose. Yeah, so back to my story. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we had some walnut uh, old fashions, delicious, and we were sitting there. This place has a really good whiskey and bourbon selection. Yeah, and um, we're staring at there, and I spot top, top, top shelf, top of the shelf. Like you got to get a ladder to get it. Will it purple foil? Mm-hmm. Which we've talked about this before. That's a that's a hard get, you know. That's a coveted bottle right there. Yeah, and Joel's like the bottle's empty, but you know, I'm so freaking short from the angle that I was seeing it. I saw that there was some bourbon left in there, and I said, and I said you need to ask. I, said, I didn't see it on the menu. It was not offered as like a pour. I said, is that Willet Purple Foil? And our bartender was awesome, and she was. And she, she is actually like the mixologist and the bar manager there. So she goes, oh, I go, is it? And she goes, yeah. And I says, is it empty? And she goes. Well, there's not enough for a shot left, so I can give it to you for free. Mm. And you can keep the bottle. Yeah. So I got about three quarters of a shot. Yeah, it was decent. <clears throat> like we split it a couple little mm. sips ourselves. So tasty. Go ahead. Are you are you going to refill the bottle with Old Grand Ave 114 and sell it on secondary? Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. That's Just making sure. Yeah, that was but plan. I, I thought it would be kind of cool. I saw my brother had taken a bottle of Blanton's recently, like a weekend ago. And, uh, or like a week ago, sorry, that sounded weird. Um, and he put, he made it into like a, to- like a tiki torch out of the bottle of Blandon's. It was so cool. Like you put it on a stick and like lit it on fire? Well, he, no, just like that, that torch. Was the, was the bottle <laughs> empty or did he just use the Blanton's as the fuel for the tiki torch? <laughs> might as well. Might as well. Might as well. Even no, he, he stuck um, a rag in it and lit it on fire. <laughs> Molotov cocktail. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was one of those like big wicks, like kind of like a a tiki torch or citronella type, citronella candle type wick that he did. So I thought, well, we could, that would be kind of cool to do with this. What was that hand motion again? 
Well, that was almost accurate. For the listeners at home, we're, we're, we're trying to get video for you guys. So, <laughs> yeah, we no. actually are working coming on soon. That. So, um, anyways, dinner was great. Had a had a, a wonderful night. Um, my lady treated me right, but my my sister, you guys, uh, my older sister, she uh, called me on my way home from work and said, "Hey, I want you to stop by the house. I got a present for you." Now, me and her, she she gets my humor. She gets me through and through, and she goes and she had this special present for me. And I want to show you guys. I got two of them. Two two presents, different oh. presents. This is one of them. This is one. I saw this in your uh, your video from earlier this evening. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Uh, is that the back scratcher? The infamous is, back scratcher we've she, talked about? Yes. <laughs> this is a, a freaking turkey foot back scratcher wrapped in yarn or some sort of cord. <laughs> Twine. It, Twine. But it does feel good. <laughs> but then it feels really good. But we talked about this before, but then the creme de la creme right here. Okay, guys, this is like the jewel. Can Do you all know what this is? Oh, my gosh. Is that uh, um, a possum pecker or whatever? <laughs> it's, oh a ra- it's a raccoon dick. Bone. There you go. And you, ra- know what yep. she told, you know what she told Joel it was? A whistle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you put it in your mouth and blow? <laughs> I didn't blow it, but then I came home and told my kids, and, and Reed grabbed it and got ready to blow on it, and I couldn't let him do it. <laughs> I was like, they go, what is that? It's a whistle. He's like, let me try. And I'm like, no. I'm like, oh, I, was no. Like, I, just, oh, just I said, like, how does he, how do you blow on it? Like, but raccoons and possums, I think, are one of the uh, two animals actually have a bone in That's their, where you get that bone, 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 bone. In their bone. pecker. Tell me what Boner. you're going to do when the raccoon comes behind. So anyways, yeah. that's what we've been going, going, that's what we've been doing. That's yeah. what we've been doing. Well, so we did. This is great. I also made some excellent wings. I had a redemption wings mm-hmm. the other night. Uh, basically, I came to realize <laughs> that he's rubbing the raccoon pepper, pepper, pecker on my cheek. Sorry. Um, anyways, I have come to realize the reason that my wings weren't the greatest the first time. Like I said, it was like super windy that day. I could not get the pit hot enough, and this time pit was hot enough where like it was burning my knuckles just to try to tr- to flip my wings. Nice. Um, they were perfect, tender, crispy. She crushed it. And I made some elote's wings. So it had no corn in it. It was like, I just kind of went on Aww. the waist. Well, it was like street, street corn style. Well, I was going to ask her like, who, so who you just the put corners? mayonnaise on wings? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what I did was I took, um, I took the wings and I like rubbed them down in tahine. Cooked them, and then I took some Duke's mayonnaise on the side, some fresh lime juice, and then some tapatillo hot sauce, and mixed that together. And when the, the wings came off, tossed it in that mixture, added cotija cheese, more tahine, and then some chopped cilantro, and they were so freaking good. They're bomb. They were so good. Cool. Very, Elotes. very good. Elotes wings. Not, it was. It's like a, it was like you got the. Some of the crunchiness from everything, the how you cook the wing and everything, but that get yeah, that sauciness from everything. Creamy, tangy, mm. yeah, lo- loved it. Delicioso. Yeah. That's Spanish for delicious. Yeah, that tortilla <laughs> cheese really puts it over the edge, right? Tatiana cheese. <laughs> so <laughs> the Waxahachi cheese? No, the no, Waxahaka. Jeremy, the chinchilla cheese. Oh, chinchilla cheese. Yeah. That's good. I, I heard it's very soft. Yeah, very, very, very <laughs> soft chinchilla. cheese. Ew. Hard to find, too. Good call. Some call it so, danger cheese. Let, hang on. I got to dig us out. I got to dig us out. So a year ago, right as the pandemic was starting, I 
through a series of unfortunate events, we lost our above ground pool. So our neighbor's pool exploded. I don't think I've talked about this on the show. I don't even know anything about this. Our our neighbors. So we live on a, we live on a pretty good hill, right? Uh, So our neighbors up the hill from us, uh, right next door, their pool exploded and like tore down a significant chunk of our fence and uh, destroyed our pool as well. All the water coming out of it, just it like bent the side of it up. Wow. that happened right as the pandemic was really ramping up and lockdown was starting, which meant we had to like watch our other. Yeah. We were going to be home for the next year at least. And we didn't have a pool to use. Uh, And of course, because everybody else was running out to buy pools because we were going to be home for a year. Pools were like, you could not get them. You know, they were impossible to come by. So finally this January we went and ordered one and it's, Finally, getting delivered tomorrow. Thank the Lord. So that's like getting a Peloton uh, right now. Such such delays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am so excited. Usually, you know, a pool is just something else to take care of, and it's uh, kind of a, another tour. You know, I've got to go and yeah. deal with that while I'm mowing the yard and stuff like that. But I'm just so excited to because uh, we're still working from home. We were actually just told. I work an office job. We were just told that we're going to be working from home through at least September. At wow. This point. So I am stoked to be able to go out on like a lunch break and take a quick dip or float around for 30 minutes or something like that and then come back in and go back to work. So finally be able to get some use out of that. That's what's been kind of going on. So when's it happening? It's it's getting delivered tomorrow. And it's it's crazy because like I haven't wanted a story and stuff from why are you raising your eyebrows like that? Because I'm ready to come down to the damn pole. <laughs> come on! I'm ready to get dipped. Uh, what I was saying. Pool party. I want to come down there Let's in the middle of two in the morning, but Let's I was go. naked in that pool. No, no, no you, you, you'll get I mean, shot, Joel. Uh, I'll, I'll pull out a gun and start shooting at you. I've experienced this. It's not fun. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I haven't wanted a story and stuff while I've been grilling because there's been this like big ugly bear spot in my backyard. I don't know what that's uh, like. So at all. Yeah. <laughs> so they're uh yeah, I know you've got a big ugly bear spot right now for some, you know other reasons, but um finally that's gonna be fixed. So yeah. a year of waiting is finally gonna come to an end. It's like you don't I know have what a you... big ugly bear spot. It ain't ugly, <laughs> but it's a big bear spot. <laughs> bear, Anyways. Uh B E A R. She's talking about bald spots what it is. No, I was talking about my butt. Uh, your butt? Yeah. I've got a big bear spot. <laughs> what is going down the freaking rails? I told you guys it was. <laughs> we haven't even got to the drinking yet. And it's I know, already. I know it. I love your butt, by the way. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. All right, Jeremy, guys. what's been Jeremy, going on dig with us you? Out. Keep it rated R or better. <clears throat> All right, guys. So I have been working hard on my uh, my website over the past week. Uh, I've had my domain name for over two years and never did a damn thing with it. It's like my so, sourdough uh, story. Yeah, except I'm actually doing it now. I have a a, a running website. Um, there is not a single recipe on there uh, right now, but when this podcast comes out, there will be at least one recipe on there and more to come. Um, if you are uh, a fan of this show and a fan of uh, all the little stupid stuff I say, you will enjoy the po- you will enjoy the website because there is a lot of little. Uh, little Easter eggs hidden in there. That was the only way I could motivate myself to keep making it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm going to it right now. I've not seen it yet. What's the website? Uh, the kitchen white 
Mm-hmm. There it is. Man, look at the layout. It's ready. It says he sides. Hmm. Okay. That's exciting. Uh, no, that, yeah. So I have been actively uh, updating it live instead of like working on it in drafts because I know no one looks at it because no one knows about it. So um, it's a little messy right now tonight, but t- by the time uh, this comes out, there'll be at least one or two recipes on there for you guys to uh, check out. Plus, uh, you know, a bunch of other little fun stuff. There's a little uh, little TRP section on there, uh, a little little a boot to me, uh, you know, a boot, uh, you know, the good stuff. So check it out, guys. The about page is cracking me up right now. What is yeah. it? So, what is it? So Wait, don't, if, don't if say anything. Got, yeah. The listeners yeah. just need to go look at it. Okay. If you want to know my about me, you have to go to uh, thekitchenwhitelaw.com, click on about, a boot, and, uh, and read it. I love it. Okay. All right. Are we done catching up? Can we go to a break so we can get on with this damn thing? So we can start drinking? It. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, one thing I just, one thing we never talked about though was we actually got together and got to hug on Matt's neck. Oh, yeah. We did. It was so good. Wasn't that it nice? It was so good to get to hug so next. Good. I don't think, I actually think the last time I saw you guys in person was when we shot the giveaway video. And you know how long ago that's been yeah. like for yeah. the reload anniversary giveaway video. Was that October? August. That's what it was. Um, so it had been a long time since I'd seen you guys. It was awesome to get to hug your necks and uh, awesome to get to go on our first turkey hunt. So if you want to hear more about that, be sure to tune in next week. Yeah. We've actually already recorded uh, the recap from the hunt. Uh, so you'll get to hear it fresh uh, right after we got back to the house afterwards. It was so awesome. It that wasn't the only thing we had fresh that day. So anyways, <laughs> let's take a break. I- I what? had made some coffee that morning for us, so it was super fresh. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. Can't that, wait to talk about that. Yeah, that really was surprising, Jeremy. It was a surprising pour. All right, right so. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we are going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to dive into various tequilas. We're doing a blind tasting with Matt. He's going to walk us through this porn. Once you guys, you got you to gotta tune into this because like someone like me, not huge into tequilas, but- Matt has always delivered tasty recommendations, ones that aren't just like the cheap ones, real salty. So I'm really, really looking forward to tasting these. You guys should too, because tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo and you need to pick some of this up. Yeah. Anyways, let's take a break. Take it back. We're drinking tequila. Tequila! See ya. What's up, y'all? When it comes to meat, the TRP crew chooses only the best. Haltman Family Meats. At HaltemanFamilyMeats.com, they bring you the true butcher shop experience. Fresh meat, never frozen, and shipped straight to your door. Your order comes to you neatly packaged in butcher paper, trimmed, and ready to cook, guys. You no longer have to worry about cleaning up your cuts for you and your guests. Simply unwrap, cook, and serve. They have the best prime Angus fillets, dry-aged ribeyes, hand-pressed burgers stuffed with cheddar cheese, and smoked bacon, y'all. But let's not forget, you got to add a few packages of their skirt steak for the best steak tacos you'll ever sink your teeth into. So right now, go to HaltemanFamilyMeats.com and use code TRP21 and you'll save 15% off the butcher shop experience that will change your life. HaltemanFamilyMeats.com. 
All right. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. So it's just Matt here. Uh, just me, you, the listener. We're going to talk through what is in each of these number A, number B, number C glasses. That way you guys have a little bit of insight on what tequila we're sipping on in case you want to go try and find some of it. And uh, it uh, provides a little context for you as you're listening to our tasting notes and things like that. You're on the inside, right? You're in the know. So number A is Herodura and Yeho. Uh, so this is a 80 proof tequila, which is a common theme that you're going to hear here. Uh, number B is a Herradura Reposado, which is also 80 proof. And number C is El Mayor Tequila Reposado Barrel Select, which is also 80 proof. So let's get uh, everybody else, the rest of the crew, back on the phone and see what they think about these. <laughs> All right, we're back from the break, and we've been telling embarrassing stories in the break. So be sure to listen after the credits if you want to hear those stories. Uh, so. no. Oh, no. For sure, no. That was told in full disclosure. You're I only allowed to tell mine if you tell Stacy's too. Okay. No, I, didn't, I, didn't those get, can't I can't put it in the show, Stacy. No way. No way. <laughs> hold on, she's trying to put our Patreon at fourteen ninety nine a month. I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Let, let's drink these tequilas and then ask her again, Matt. Uh, okay, okay, sounds good. So okay. I'm going to do something. Uh, I'm sorry to do this to you all. As I was doing research on what I what you guys have for pouring, I realized I actually sent these to you in the reverse order that I want you to drink them in. So I would like for you to start with number C and then work your way up to number A. So C, B, A rather than A, B, C. Okay. Um, confusing. Real quick, I need to grab a piece of paper. Hang on. Here, here. Yeah, I, I sorry a, to do that. I need a <clears throat> I don't think anybody would ever look at me the same if that story came out. I would get no, so much No, they would look crap. at you better. <laughs> we're, huh? We're still live. The endearment. Well, it's a good thing that we have an audio show, not a visual show, so they can still listen to you. Yeah, that's true. All right, I have my, I have my paper. Okay, so I want to do like regular old proof price and preference. So mm-hmm. I know this is going to be weird because it's not bourbon. As we said before the break, this is tequilas. <clears throat> uh, it's a little bit like tequila 101, though. So uh, as you can see... I mean, they're all like amber colored, right? There's no silver tequilas here. So these are yes. all aged tequilas. So I'll give you, that's the theme. It's aged tequilas. These are all, well, you know what? I'm going to let you guess at the rest of it. So yeah. uh, proof, price, and preference. And we'll, we'll start with number C. So you guys go ahead, go ahead and do your nose. And I'll say just like we do on bour- bourbon, there are uh, nose and tasting uh, notes for these. I just don't even know. It's so different than sniffing a bourbon. Oh my goodness. It's terrifying. Oh, it's so do you salty. All, do you all ever get like <laughs> it, it does it does smell Oh, salty. you're not gonna be able to do it, Stacey? It's it tough. smells like the ocean. That's what I was telling Jeremy on the on the break. No, I get like uh I'm smelling sea, I get honey. Um I can't keep like, focusing uh, my nose in it. It makes me gag. Oh, if one of okay. you say brown sugar, I'm going to leave my it's shit. Just ba- baking spices. <laughs> <laughs> baking spices in the tequila. All right, let's try this sucker. All right. Did it taste better than it smelled, Stacy? Based on the look you're given, no. Yes, but that is, it actually has like um, super a creaminess to it almost. It's super. Not in the color, but like the flavor has like a slight vanilla creamy. 
I can see vanilla. Yeah. Like a cream soda flavor. I get the cream soda. Yep. Good call on that. Hang on. A cream soda flavor or texture? Flavor. N- not texture. Flavor. No, no it's like a vanilla that. cream soda. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to say anything, but I agree with you, Stacey. I get that it's, too. It's not super thick. You know, it doesn't have that viscosity to it. Yeah, it's very light on the on the taste. Like, it smells... I, I have, to stop. I have to stop saying like all the time. It's very soft in the taste. It smells really good on the nose. I was getting honey, kind of like, there it is again, seawater, you know, that's <laughs> the beach, you know what I mean? Like a, yeah. that, that ocean smell. I'm definitely, t- and there's like a- on my lips that, that vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. But that's I'm getting, I, get. I mean, like if you get deep in there, I'm, I'm getting some oaky notes to it, to the, to the nose. Do you yeah. it's like tequila I put- around like that? How do you taste tequila? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I don't really know. I was know. cleaning my I mouch mouch mouth out with a tobo. This is probably the, I'm, I'm going to say just off the first one here, this is probably the cleanest, softest, very soft feel uh, um, tequila I've ever had. It has a bitter back end. It like tastes a- like you're at the beach and you just put on some vanilla lip balm, but you're also breathing in like the putrid Bug spray. beach air. I'm getting mm-hmm. like bug spray in the back of the mouth. <laughs> I think it's I think there's mosquitoes. Yeah. Look at these unrefined palates. I think take a sip like, and and tell me you don't think of that that bitter bug spray in the like when you kind of like breathe it in. The the scent throws me way off when I bring this up to my face. I'm like, this is not what I'm used to like yes. shoving in my mouth. You know. Now, do some people yeah. drink tequila just like they just drink it straight? Yeah the uh, the anejo the aged tequilas are commonly drink straight. So. Uh, yeah, sipping tequilas. These these would all everything. I'll tell you everything that I've served you today would be considered a sipping tequila that you would drink straight. These would not be shot. I mean, you could shoot them, but you would be, like be missing out on the flavor notes, like George yeah. Stag or something. We uh, we <clears throat> talked about this some last year in like a little recap. Uh, tequila is um, is bracketed in three different types. You have blanco, raspado, and um, anejo. So. Blanco is white, which is the unaged, uh, age less than two years. Uh, usually it's like 45 days or something. Um, the Raspado is rested tequila. So it's aged, uh, up to two years. And then, um, this is a Nejo, which is, uh, aged tequila. So it's over two years. Okay. Like you just put it in a, like what kind of glass would you drink tequila in? <clears throat> You're supposed to do like a heavy bottom shot type glass, right? Oh, okay. Isn't that like the normal know. sipping glass? I drink it whatever I, well, out of whatever glass I have I, on hand. I'm drink. We're all we're drinking ours out of our Glen Cairns, and I'm happy about yeah. it because I, I think the Glen Cairn is the ultimate, you know, tasting Taster. glass. It's yeah. a good all rounder for sure. I just have like a little mm. low ball like salty glass. It's salty. Yeah. All right, we going on to number B. <clears throat> yeah, I gotta say Ready something. When y'all are. I gotta say something. All right, number B. Let's go. Oh, that's so different. Oh wow. Ooh. This smells like sweet and yeah. good. Like, it smells like a pineapple. It smells like a strawberry yeah. um, starburst. Ooh, yeah. yeah. This, this I'm so glad I reversed the order for you guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was the right decision. This is yeah. night and day difference. It, you don't the get that big salty punch. Fruity. It's fruity, the, man. The first one, number C, was uh, was an old man's sweaty crotch, <sighs> and this is just beautiful. <laughs> this Let's smells go. just like a strawberry starburst. 
it has just that fresh, like fruit quality to it. Fresh citrus. Yeah. That's where I was getting like pineapple. Are you ready to drink? No. Wow. Oh my Lord. It's so complex. That's delicious. It's very, very smooth. Oh, I like this so much better. That's like, um, there's, um, yeah. Yeah. Wintergreen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it tastes like you, you just had like a mint or a piece of gum or something. Yeah. It, it's like fresh. In the back of the throat, like a wintergreen, like that, winter fresh gum. Okay. Like, th- tell me if I'm wrong though, but is, is it almost piney? Lightly. I can well, get a little well, of that. Yeah. Wintergreen is wow. pretty piney. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I like that. This I is, like that because it doesn't good. have that big salty in your face component. God, that doesn't mm-hmm. even taste like tequila. This is an it expensive does it. one. That one tastes more bourbony. Mm. Matt, mm. tell me, number C, did you pour salt into that one when you <laughs> bottled it for us? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Fresh flaky salt. That's what it was. <laughs> he salt bathed the bottle right <laughs> off his elbow. That's it. I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you what we're drinking as we're drinking it, just because I think it would blow your minds, but. I love it. I can't wait. Well, it's I can't blind, wait. I forgot so. how fun it was to be the director. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long. There is some, there is a note I'm getting on the nose. Like I want, I don't want to call it caramel, but. No, no, it's, it's more like a sucrose, like a, yeah. n- not, n- not a caramely, like uh, um, a corn syrup sweetness, but just like a simple syrup type sweetness. Yeah. See, like what I'm thinking is like, yeah, you just opened up a fruity popsicle and the way the wrapper smells. Oh, I mm-hmm. like that. I like that. That's sweet. Wow. That's, that's very that's yeah specific. <laughs> well, but, but like impressively specific. Is it impressively spot on? I love it. I love uh, it. I love it. Be, I'll tell you shortly. Hang on, I gotta go. Uh, I'm gonna go. It's weird because you eat you just, you drink it and then you get that winter fresh in the back of your throat. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to clear my palate because it feels like I just like chewed a piece of gum. Yeah, it's fresh. Okay, it's crisp. I'm going that there. Like I could put this in a water bottle and drink it in public, and people wouldn't even know that I'm getting like shit faced. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like look at that, that upstanding gentleman, you know, chewing gum and drinking but water. But think about this. But think about it is stupidly smooth. It is. It's so. It's smooth. very smooth. It's so smooth, and this is the thing. Like think there, about. There's no bite at all. You know, there's various cocktails that you make with tequila. You make margaritas with tequila. You can't just, like, from what I'm tasting now, you can't just pick up any tequila and expect your margarita to taste a certain way. No. And I'll say, like, I have a, I have a, like, a go-to margarita recipe, which we're not covering today because I felt like, you know, everybody's got their favorite margarita. But the one that I make at home is very heavy on tequila. And it is like you said, Stacy, it is imperative that you use good tequila in it because if you don't, that's all you can taste. I want is that saltiness. I is, is, is your tequila that you use in your margarita in this tasting? It's not. So typically I go to like a, my, my go-to like house tequila is Herradura silver. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the white or the clear one. Uh, I used that that earlier tonight on the shelf. Yeah, we had um, Herradura and Yeho. And Yeho, yes. Um, please, guys, have, right now, just go back to see and smell it. And no, I just did, and it was horrible. So bad. It smells like a booty tang. <laughs> oh, a little tang. Oh, hold on, a little sneak preview. My my price point for C is five dollars. <laughs> Five dollars, <laughs> and, and, and that's five dollars for a handle, not for like a seven fifty. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like old charter, the Free, tequila yeah. version. <laughs> All right, let's go. They're let's paying go. you to take it. That's, that's like one of those bottles you get at like some shitty gas station. It's got like a scorpion at the bottom of it. Bottom of it. <laughs> no, no, so it, it's, it's not a scorpion. It's a dead spider that crawled in there. <laughs> <laughs> We you did, guys. Hey, we just leave it, leave it in the bottle. You're ball. gonna, you're gonna die when you hear it. Okay, let's go on to A. Okay, oh God, I love it. Oh yeah, bring me home, sister. Butterscotch. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I swear, you and Jeremy got to be like super, <laughs> super tasted or some shit. Oh, no, no, it has a it has a sweetness to it, but like almost caramely, but not quite caramel. Butterscotch. Y'all yeah. pick it out really well, though. Like when you say it, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't pick shit out while you guys say stuff, and I say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you used to say that things smell like you were at a campsite next to a flowing stream. <laughs> he has very good descriptions. Mm. This one smells like you opened up a fresh bag of like oh. fruity candy. That's another bitter back end. Gummies. Like C. Like if you were to open up a bag of gummy, like gummy bears. Am I off on that? That's another. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> that's another bug spray back of the mouth feel. <laughs> you're not. I'm, telling, I'm serious. You're, you're camp- not. You're no. not selling this. You are, no, but you were camping. Tastes like off. And someone has sprayed it and you're like, you take a drink of something. It's, <laughs> it's in the a back citronella candle. Yeah. It, gets, it gets, coats the back of your throat. I. I liked it. And then all of a sudden this thing creeps mm, up in the back of your throat. Spicy, it has spicy smell to it. All right. All right. So, so you're at a frozen Cucum- yogurt Cucumbery. place. Cucumbery. You're at a, fr- you're at a frozen yogurt shop. Uh, you're making your ice cream. You're about to go talk to a girl. You spray a little of that, uh, mouth spray right in the back of your throat. Yep. Uh, so a little burn there, but you can smell the ice cream. You can smell the, uh, the fresh candies being put out. <laughs> that, that's where this one is. It is. This smells is like, no, there's a fresh vegetable smell to this and not, not, and not in a bad way. This is good. Like a cucumber, I think. Cukes. Smells like a wet like a cucumber sock. melon a candle. Melon. Yeah, there we go. A little melon in there. Okay, but writing that down. There we go. Thank you for giving. Isn't me isn't a cucumber a um a a fruit? No, it grows on the because floor. it's a it because it's floor. a receptacle for its own seeds. It has seeds on the inside, so maybe. But so does an orange, and so does a <clears throat> apple, and so does a, a. Yeah, those are also fruit. those are all fruits. <laughs> <laughs> So, so no, 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 no. The, the reason I say that is because if, if, you, <laughs> if you peel a cucumber and juice it, it tastes just like grape. Um, and what? Like, it tastes like grape. If you peel it, get rid of the peel and juice it, it tastes like grape. Because uh, if you ever get into juicing, no cucumber, way. cucumbers have so much water in them. They're the base for a lot of juices. Um, but you have to peel it. You have to get the peel off of there. Um, no way. I don't believe this for one second, Jeremy. Cucumbers uh, do not taste like grapes sorry. when you juice them. Ho- hold on a second. You've known me for how long and you don't think I went through a juicing phase? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he used to own a juice shop. Yeah, but you know, fruit, Sacramento. Fruits, fruits yeah. are like fruits. So. No, I've done a bunch of like juicing cleanses and stuff in the past before. This is years and years ago. But yeah, cucumbers juiced without the peel on them, peeled, taste like a lot like grape. Okay. All right. I want you guys to so, taste letter A or number A again and tell me you don't get that chemically 
overbearing in the back of your mouth. Tell me like it's mouth, not- Like if someone sprayed perfume and then it got into your mouth. Tell me it's not chemically without telling me it's not chemically. <laughs> hmm. I know those posters are so annoying. <laughs> no, the only one that has that smooth finish to it is number B. Yeah. Um, C is the worst about it. A, it's not horrible. It's kind of nice to have a little kick at the end. Um, it's kind of like, you know, it's good to have a little little slap on All the right. rump, you know? That's a that's a good transition into proof price preference. So, Jeremy, I assume that's your preference with uh, it's B-A-C? Yeah, so B-A-C, uh, they're all 80 proof, uh, like all tequilas are. Um, B, I have at 50. A, I'll put at $35. And like I said, number C, $5 for handle. Can I, can I interrupt? That kills me. Can I interrupt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This tastes like French fries after... <laughs> Drinking that tequila. It's a Corona. It's a Corona. It tastes for the like listeners. French, it yeah, it's like, a Corona. It tastes like French fries. <laughs> oh, it does. Hmm. Mm. Not bad. Okay. All right. Wow. I, I'm going to go back through real quick. I'm just going to give you one more sniff. That kind of goes and sip. tells you that, like, according to whatever you're drinking prior to, it can change the palate of. Oh. Which that's sure. why the order is so important. Which like Matt wanted us to drink these in a certain order. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, a little pro tip for you guys at home. If you're ever uh, doing a blind tasting for you and your friends and stuff, you know, don't blow everybody out with the first one being like 120 proof and then jump down to like a 90 proofer because it's going to totally destroy that 90 proofer, you know? That was interesting, Matt. Yep. So we're not done yet. Uh, While you guys are formulating your proof proof price and preference, even though we've already heard uh, Jeremy. So I'll give you a couple of little tequila facts. So in order to be tequila, it has to be between 70 and 110 proof. Okay. Um, As Jeremy was alluding to earlier in the porn, uh, Reposado is uh, rested at least two months in the barrel. And Yeho is aged at least 12 months. And those words mean specifically Reposado is rested and Añejo is aged. So you have a blend today of Reposado and Añejo tequilas. Okay. I can't wait to tell you more about them. Okay, okay I'm ready. All right. Is, isn't it Reposado? Despacito. R E P O S A D O. Reposado. I'm going with with Matt. I'm looking at the bottle right now. Letter C. Number. So I think the reposado is um, C and B is the añejo. Well, hang on. Let's just let's get to that in a minute. Let's start. Yeah. Who you want to give me your give me your preferences? All right. Who you who's starting? So Jeremy already said uh, B-A-C were his preferences. So Joel, give me yours. Uh, I'm going to say the same, B-A-C. Okay. Interesting. Stacy. B-A-C. Well, hang on. Hang on a second. I'm I sorry. Went, I, went, I was agreement I was, across I was, the- I went back to- I was I really torn. I went back torn. to C. Hang on. C's dog shit to me. Yeah. <laughs> No, A A is too too bug spray mouth. B is Hold the on. tits. <clears throat> I'm I'm curious about this pronunciation. Here we go. Reposado. You're good, Matt. Reposado. Hey, how about Reposado. me doing my homework? Uh, so. Something you guys don't know about me, but I was in a competition for Spanish articulation and pronunciation. I'm changing. Oh yeah. Did really well in it. Yeah. Wow. So I'm that cha- used to be my major I'm, before nursing. I'm changing my order. Um I 
B and A were very close in flavor profiles, smell, all that. But I think A is a higher proof. I just trot them together, and I think I'm going to go with A because I do like that burn on the back end of interesting. A. So mm, interesting. I'm going with A. A, but I, but I mean, ABC, like, ABC. If, if someone punched me with with like a feather pillow hands. But then they punched me with like spikes on their hands. I'm not gonna say, oh well, I like the one because it punched me harder. I well, like it, depends, a it burn. depends on what your it depends on what your kink is, you know? Yeah, yeah. What you're like into? Be, I like to be slapped and choked a little. I mean, come on. Ew. <laughs> he likes to have Stacey. his hair pulled. Yeah. Stacy, you said you're BAC. Uh, That's yes, not changing. BAC. All right. Uh, prices. Give me give me your expected prices, Jeremy. I think you already gave me yours, but I don't remember. Uh, B fifty, A thirty five, and C five dollars for an entire handle. <laughs> okay, Joel. All right, I put um, C at sixty bucks. I did, uh, which, I, which I think now is overpriced going through it all. But I did. I, I'm stuck. My original. I wrote things down as I went. Uh, okay. B I did at eighty dollars. And do you want the proofs too, or just the price? Just the price. We're, okay. We'll do proofs next. C sixty, B eighty, and A. I put sixty five. Fascinating, Stacy. Okay, so I don't know anything about like tequila pricing, but I've got C twenty four ninety nine. I like the ninety nine. E thirty four ninety nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Realistic. And prices. A twenty nine ninety nine. Interesting. These are all okay. Like, uh, the place. Give me what you think your proofs are across the three of these. Germ. Eighty. All right, Jeremy thinks they're all 80. (laughs) (laughs) He's just playing it safe. He's just just trying to win. But it is. Okay, I got uh, 86 for C, uh, 85 for B, and 91 for A. All right, Stacey. I'm I'm making an educated guess, and I'm going to say 80 just because Jeremy told me that all the tequilas he looked at said 80. Uh, They're all 80. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> They're all eighty proof. Cheater for the first for the first time Thank ever. You. I win the proof game. That's your <laughs> your you, dirty Jeremy. ass cheaters. Mm-hmm. That's well, what asked, you are. Okay, like most tequilas are going to be eighty proof. There are different proofs, but most mm-hmm. are eighty proof. Well, they vary. Yeah, so in the U.S. and Canada, eighty is the minimum proof that they can sell it at. So a lot of people, a lot of the brands will sell them at eighty proof in the U.S. Well. Well, let's find out what they are. I'm the only one who went into this completely blind. Thanks for stealing my pen. People. All right. So there's uh, blind number... and then willingly shutting your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> number number C, I'm going to give you what it was, how much it cost. Uh, we already know it was 80 proof. And then I'm going to tell you some of the tasting notes. I actually took notes from you all as well on some of the tasting notes. So we'll compare. <coughs> so number C was... El Mayor Tequila Reposado Barrel Select. So this was actually a store pick from my local store. They got in a selection of these uh, to pick from, and this is the one they picked. Someone uh, <laughs> stuck their ball sack in the bottle and swirled it around. Apparently oh, so. So bad. So it does, I can only imagine bottle. how ba- I can only imagine how bad the other barrels were if that's the one they picked. <laughs> So the bottle, this one in particular is $34.99. Oh, wow. It's twice distilled and aged in white oak barrels for nine months. So the nose on this supposedly is hints of sweet fruit flavors and understated spice. And the mouth is smooth, round entry leads to a dryish, 
medium body with perfumed fruity agave, vanilla, spice, and caramel. I got a smooth round entry that can put this in. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I will say this. If you don't smell it, it tastes really good. Um, I like- <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. You can't really taste yeah. unless you're breathing through your nose. Oh, gross. Yeah. All right. So just to keep in mind, so like I said before, reposado means it was rested for at least two months in the barrel. This one was actually rested or aged for nine months. So well above the minimum for a reposado, but not long enough to be in an Anejo. And Jeremy, you were on, so? on point and I said when, that- you, when you said simple syrup. <clears throat> I think that mm-hmm. that's the agave flavor. But I said it was a reposado. Mm. You did. Mm-hmm. All right. This one was your favorite, number B, uh, which I I absolutely love that it was your favorite. So this is Heradura, my go-to reposado. Yes. So ah. this is $42.99. It's an 80-proofer. Twice distilled and <clears throat> aged in American white oak barrels for 11 months. So this in particular was aged as long as possible for it to still be a reposado before it becomes an anejo. So mm. uh, the tasting notes on this one are the tastes of vanilla, butter, and agave work in unison to create a smooth and sweet experience. Tequila Heradura introduced the first reposado to the world in 1974, creating an entirely new tequila category. Oh, wow. Very interesting. Very tasty. This one, like, and that was what you guys loved. C tastes mm-hmm. like, C smells <clears throat> and tastes like, Tequila, like you know, what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. what do you think? Tequila, <laughs> like bad tequila. Yeah, yeah. But B, B is, I don't know, man. It's like a whole other category. It, I, uh, yep. I have bottles of the Herder uh, Anejo and uh, the Silver, the Blanco, and they're both fantastic. And I'll probably go grab a bottle of the uh, Respado after this. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. And worth mentioning. So the number C was thirty five dollars. This one was forty three dollars. Oh my god! So gosh. significantly better for not that much more money. Man, and I'm so Caradura. Stacy's all over. Sorry, no. I know you said one hundred percent you're gonna pick up, but like for forty four dollars, you know what we can get? We could get like two and a half bottles of Wild Turkey one hundred one for that. Like, I would <laughs> she, rather you not spend forty four dollars. She doesn't want it's that. different. It's different. It's a different experience. Yeah, I won't be drinking it with him. <laughs> There you go. Exactly. Hey, more for Joel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Number you can enjoy A. It on the couch. Number A is Heradura Añejo. Really? So, uh, this bottle is $54.99, so $55, also an 80 proofer, twice distilled and aged in American white oak barrels for. 25 months so wow uh, the tasting notes on this one are uh, tequila heradura añejo matures in the barrel for 25 months more than twice the one-year age requirement this patience is rewarded with a beautiful amber color and a complex spicy taste our añejo has a deliberately smooth taste that melts across your tongue with hints of sweet dried citrus fruit and toasted oak Tequila Heradura and Nejo was introduced to the world by Casa Heradura in 1962. What I say? Mm. What I say? I said oak and cucumber. Says apparently that's a fucking fruit. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so funny how light these are for aged beverages. Like we're, I'm used to such like dark, you yeah, know, bourbons yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like when I poured these out, I was like, 
are these aged? <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent, dude. Like, so Stacy, I, I take it I haven't changed your mind. No. On tequilas. I mean, I would not. I would not go to the store and buy them and be like, I can't wait to have a pour of this. Now, if someone was partaking in it, like you guys, and you're like, hey, let's all have a drink of tequila. Well, sure. Well, sure, I, I can I, get it down, but I'm not going to crave it like I would like opening up the bourbon cabinet and pouring a nice. I like how it said it was spicy though, and I thought this was a higher proof because it, it was spicier to me. The uh, anejo, well, it had that kick yeah, at yeah. the end of it. Yeah, like but a what a wide pour. variety. But yeah, I, and what's crazy is I, I mean, as far as I'm aware, the reposado and the anejo heraduras are exactly the same. One's just aged for longer than the other. And it is so different. Uh, the, also, the difference is, is that the Anejo, they'll age those in the Reposado barrels after they're emptied. So they'll sit there nine months or 11 months or whatever, empty them out, and then use those same barrels uh, to do the full 25 months on the Anejos. That's interesting. The um, uh, We talk about like older bourbons sometimes. We talk about like those 20, 25-year-old bourbons. They pick up like these weird notes, the tannins from the oak and everything. And uh, that's probably a little bit of what's happening here, why it tastes so much spicier is just picking up mm-hmm. those notes from that oak. It's, you know, same mash, same everything, just age. Yeah. Yeah, man. But it's, uh, I think that B, the nose on B was better, but I think the overall taste for me that A was better. Great job. Good job. Producer Matt. Fantastic. There you porn. go. Mm. There you go. Thanks so, for the Mexican porn. I drank all my tequila. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mexican. The tequila Me- porn. The Mexican uh, first porn time show. we've ever done a spirit other than uh, bourbon. Yeah. So let us know we've, if you want to hear more right. of these listeners. Well, well and the, uh, that's so case. close. But it wasn't, it wasn't blind. Oh, yeah. Well, it was blind tasting. It was. It also was on a porn, was it? <laughs> it was blind because Joel wasn't listening to what Lou was telling him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't get it. So uh, with that, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll talk about some cocktails that maybe we would use some of these tequilas in. I don't know about you, but as a bourbon lover, I get sick and tired of my high quality spirits being tainted by plastic or metal flasks when I'm on the go or in the outdoors. Not to mention having them spring a leak in my pack or back pocket. Guys, I had enough and it's time you do the same by jumping on board with the TRP crew and get proper. Rag proper. These modern flasks are a perfect vessel for all your favorite spirits. Each flask is built of thick, break-resistant glass, then wrapped in a high-end silicone or dark brown leather for that perfect high-end feel and look that a proper person such as yourself deserves. Your spirits deserve more, and so do you. So do the right thing and head to ragproper.com so you can get your hands on the highest quality, best-looking, best-feeling, best-pouring, best-look-how-proper-I-am flask on the market. Use code TRP21 and save to get you and your spirits what they deserve. Rag proper. Hi, <laughs> right, guys. We're back from the break. <laughs> we're going to jump straight. <laughs> what are we going to jump straight into, Joel? Cocktails, baby. We talking cocktails. All things that are Mexican cocktails. Y'all, things super tasty. Things involving tequila. And uh, Mexican brew. So, uh, Jeremy, I would like you to go first, sir. 
I'd like absolutely. Uh, you confided confided in us during the break that you felt inferior with your recipe, so I would happily take this top <laughs> spot and uh, and give you guys my recipe first. All right. Um, I am not the biggest fan of mixed drinks. Uh, there are very few that I order. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm going out, I'm gonna order uh, a beer or a bourbon. Uh, I'm just a simple a simple folk kind of person. Uh, but I do like a mojito. Um, that is. Uh, Normally a Cuban drink uh, with white rum, but there is a Mexican version, uh, a Blanco tequila or a Blanco mojito. Uh, you use a white tequila, um, a Blanco tequila. Uh, so I use Herdera Silver for this one, and uh, just your normal mojito. Uh, so in my recipe, it's 1.5 ounces of tequila, um, a lime's worth of juice, uh, a handful of mint leaves, uh, two teaspoons of cane sugar, and. Uh, Topo Chico, of course, uh, four, four to six ounces of that. It's pretty simple to put together um, in your glass. Uh, I don't use a shaker for this one because uh, I'm super lazy and I'd rather just make it in the glass. Um, I throw my mint leaves in the bottom of the glass, two, two teaspoons of cane sugar, so it has that molasses still in, in it. Um, the juice of a lime and just a little bit of Topo, just enough to get everything wet. Muddle all that together so the sugar melts into it and so you have a nice syrupy mixture in the bottom. Uh, fill that glass up with ice, uh, pour in your ounce and a half of tequila, and then top it off the rest of the way with some Topo Chico. Give it a little spin, a little lime, a little uh, mint for garnish, and there it is, your Blanco, te- your Blanco Mojito. I like that. I love mojitos. I haven't had mojitos mm-hmm. in a really long time, and I do. I do. That's a... That's a t- if, if I... If I'm at the beach somewhere that I'm going to order like a mixed drink, you know, hanging out in the, uh, you know, the, the bar or whatever, it's a mojito that's a, that I'm going to order as a mixed drink. That's yeah. my go-to. There's a, a drink that we were getting when me and Stacey <laughs> were on our honeymoon and it was like, uh, something with a C. Remember? Are thinking of Caprici? Caprici. Yeah. Capri Sun? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Capri Those are good. I, I heard the world record is like 14.6 seconds. Yes. For, for chugging. But now uh, it was it was everything everything about a mojito, but no mint. So oh, I love the mint though. I do too. But I mean, they were very refreshing drinks. So so like a a limey uh, rum drink. Yeah, with some sugar. Okay. With some sugar. With some sugar. Yeah. So, Mister Matt Farr, what you got? Uh, sure, I'll go next. Um, sorry, I'm eating a little snacky snack so that I can. <laughs> absorb some of this tequila. Um, so I actually did two drinks. Um, sorry. Uh, I did one. <laughs> Finish your Don't little sneaky snack, Matt. Do we need to move, need to move on? No. I got this. I got some more this. time with your listen. Lunchable. <laughs> listen. Hey, listen. All right. So I did two drinks. I did one that was really easy and one that was a little more involved. So I'll start with the easy one. Uh, it's called a Jalisco mule, which is just a regular mule where you put tequila in instead of vodka, which would be like a a traditional mule or instead of bourbon, which would be like a Kentucky mule, right? So one and a half ounces of aged tequila, such as the Herradura Reposado that we had today that was so delicious. A half ounce of lime juice, three ounces ounces of ginger beer, which I took, Stacy, your recommendation from... Uh, the last cocktail episode that we did, Tales of the Cock, and got some Fever Tree yes. ginger beer. Yeah. And it was mm. delicious. Then just squeeze some li- uh, fresh lime in, you know, garnish with a little lime twist. 
it's so easy, so good. I mean, I just put it all like in a little copper mug, stirred it up. I saw you sitting had it on before it. the yeah. show started. Yeah, Yum. it's good stuff. I, I was pretty pretty jelly about it. Yeah, because it's I, so like like I said, it's easy and super refreshing. That. Fever Tree ginger beer is so good. Right? I don't know that you could ruin it. You could put pretty much any kind of spirit in with it, and it would be delicious. It's it's strong. Uh, we it's, like it with gin. It's I want to say it's robust. It holds up to what you. It's very carbonated, very peppery, yep. and it holds yep. up to whatever you put it. It doesn't flatten out on you. The uh, a second to that would be Gosling's uh, ginger beer. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, that's that's another one that we use quite often when we can't find Fever Tree. But yep. ever since you guys served us those mules that day, I've kept Fever Tree in the fridge, like just in case I ever get a hankering. So yeah, I've always got some on hand. Yeah, well, that's old so, stay space right there. I'm gonna go next. Um, wait, wait, wait! I got one more. Oh, oh, I, okay. I got a twofer. So my more involved recipe, I found this drink online called the Tiger Balm, uh, and this recipe takes two days to make. So <laughs> what I. Uh, it calls for an ingredient called grapefruit Szechuan oleosaccharum, which is not something I was like, okay, well, I'll just go on like Amazon and search for this. You can find like some oleosaccharum uh, syrups uh, <laughs> around, but Sounds nobody sexual. sells grapefruit Szechuan <laughs> oleosaccharum. So I had to look Sounds up like orthopedics. Uh, how to actually make this. So what it is, is it's basically a simple syrup, but the way that you make it is you take some sort of a citrus and get all the peels off, like all the zest, and leave as much of the pith behind as possible, the white part of the peel. Oh. And then you coat it with white sugar and then just let it sit on the counter for up to 12 hours. And that sugar pulls all the citrus oils out of those peels. And then you take all the contents, the oil, the remaining sugar, and the peels the next day and put them in just like a regular saucepan on the stove along with one cup of white sugar and one cup of water like you are making simple syrup and then let that slowly simmer down until the peels sort of get the texture of like a jerky or like a really thin dried out bark and what that's doing is pulling all of the essence of that citrus out of the peels and so the way that i made grapefruit szechuan oleosaccharum i actually ordered szechuan peppercorns uh, i used eight grapefruits peeled them all uh did just like I said, coated them with white sugar, let it set overnight, and uh, pull as much of that grapefruit oil out of the peels as possible. And then whenever I was steeping it the next day to make the simple syrup, I threw some Szechuan peppercorns in with it. Now, I'll say, having tried this after the fact, I didn't get a ton of that Szechuan flavor. Like, uh-huh. Szechuan peppercorns kind of give you like a tingly, burning sensation that's really unique to Szechuan. Sure. I wish that I had put those in with the peels and let it extract some of the Szechuan like peppercorn oils through that process too. If I do this again, that's definitely what I'll do. So once you've got that, you store it, you've got it for the season. If you like grapefruit, I would say absolutely get some of this and use it. You could use it in an old fashioned instead of a regular simple syrup, mm, any yeah. kind of a drink that calls for citrus. Uh, it's like a way to do that drink plus plus. It's just going to be, over the top whenever you've got this. It's called an oleosaccharum. So it's spelled O-L-E-O-S-A-C-C-H-A-R-U-M. I had to look up how to make it. So what you got, Joel? Do you think, so you made this this simple syrup, basically, yeah, out of the rind. It's a, it's a simple syrup with like 
super concentrated citrus. Could oils. you tell? Yes. Could you tell? Like the did, were you eating the notes out of it? Did you try it on its own or anything? I so the way that I tried it, actually, there's this great YouTube channel called How to Drink, where the uh, the guy who runs the channel just breaks down everything that you need in your cocktail, like all the ingredients. Uh, Jeremy, you would love it. Like the way that you and I like to go super deep on stuff. He's basically like the James Hoffman of coffee. He's that oh, for cocktails. Yeah. What's um, it called again? It's called How to Drink. And so I'm I looked up, up his now. video. He's got a great like guide on how to make oleosaccharum. His recommendation on how to like taste it and really get all the notes is to just mix it with like some soda water or uh, club soda or something like that and make just like a, you would use it just like you would use like a soda syrup, like yeah. a Dr. Pepper syrup and make a soda out of it. And then you get, I don't know if it's like the carbonation aerates Opens all those up. notes yeah. or what. Yeah, exactly. It's, it was, but you could, I am you not could a taste grapefruit, gra- grapefruit fan. though. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I did not get as much of the Szechuan as I wish that I had gotten, but, but the there were hints of it. Yeah. Ton of grapefruit. So into the drink, the actual Tiger Bomb is two ounces of tequila, uh, three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, three quarters of an ounce of grapefruit, Szechuan, oleosaccharum, uh, soda, water just to fill up the glass. And typically you would serve it in like a Collins glass, which is a narrow, tall glass that's clear. I don't actually have any Collins glasses, so I served it in like a short, squatty glass. Uh, But... It was awesome. Super, super refreshing. Uh, delicious. Like I said, that soda water really throws the aromatics up in your nose as you're drinking it. I would highly encourage anybody who's into like refreshing citrus drinks to give this one a shot. That sounds really good. I don't know if I have yeah. the the fortitude the to make it, <laughs> but it sounds yeah. it hey, sounds really good. Good news. I've got a ton of grapefruit say. Szechuan oleosaccharum now, All so right. I'll sh- share some with you guys we'll next see you time. In a I'll few see weeks, you. yeah. It's like yeah. the, uh, the the sourdough of mixed drinks. <laughs> it kind of is. It'll man. never happen. It is. <laughs> yeah. <that's> but <laughs> the pay, the payoff is worth it, just like it is with sourdough. All right. So how do you um. How do you say that, Stacey? The, the first word. The first word. Paloma. All right. So I almost, Matt, made a drink called Paloma, which is a tequila drink that uses grapefruit soda involved. Okay. In it. But decided against it because it was pink and I didn't want Jeremy to bust my balls about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have many uh, salmon color shirts, okay? <laughs> well, this is, this is a little lighter than that. In fact, I think there's a... A picture floating around of you in a salmon-colored button-up with pod oh, shorts. No, that wasn't salmon. That and a full pink. head of hair. That was straight I, pink. And a full head of hair, <laughs> yeah. Straight <laughs> up pink. It was a cold, That was classic back in the day. <laughs> right. That was the hot button, then. The, All right, the button-up with the pod shorts. In the driver's seat of a Mercury mm. Cougar. Hey, listen. L- little Siggy <laughs> snack. You know there was a pack of camels in that glove box. You damn straight there was. Um, no. We'll have to post that at TRP Stories. All right, listen. Little, little rabbit hole here. Um, um, back in the day, me and my my guys, we, we rolled deep. We went to a club or a bar. You know, we we, we were all together. We, we took that place over. Um, we always argued over who was going to wear the pink shirt. And sorry, honey, we called it the PPP, the pink <laughs> puller. Because whoever had the... Who, wow. I know, sorry. You can bleep that out if you want to, Matt. Uh, whoever had the pink shirt on got <laughs> always got the most attention by, by the girls. So we always argued who... So, had, so 
So you're saying this picture that your wife has of you uh, that she adores, where you look fantastic in, uh, you were with another woman that night. Joel, ne- that's just, that's ne- horrible, man. Negative. I wasn't. No, not. that was his um, <laughs> match.com profile picture. And to be honest, oh I thought he looked so right Of course it was. Of course it was. No, I thought he Why looked like a player. Why wouldn't it be? He looked like a player because he had that pink shirt and a Mercury Cougar. Because <laughs> he was. Yeah. Total player. Player, hey. player. No, he wasn't a player. Nah, you anchored me down, baby. It's all good. It's all good. Anyways, your Paloma drink. All right. No, I did, I yeah, did, I did tell not. Tell us about your drink. I did not make the Paloma. I ended up going with a, I, I was going through different ideas and I was scrolling through the, the internet and I found a Mexican mint julep. And I like, a, I, I from time to time, around derby season coming up, um, I like a, a mint julep. Um, but um, I started making this and it was lacking something. So the, the drink itself calls for two ounces of tequila. Um, I use Herradura and Añejo. Um, but in the, which, what you start with is a teaspoon of brown sugar. Um, then you go with some muddle cement in the bottom of that. Uh, you put some crushed ice in there. And then you put your tequila on top. A couple of fresh slices of jalapeno inside there as well. Mm. Mix with the seeds. Mix it up with the seeds, you know, and drink it. Um, it was good. It was just missing something. And you know, are you really pouring tequila? <laughs> Take a shot. <laughs> are you? <Go> ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Cheers. Salami. These light proofers aren't really doing much for me. Salami. Um, but yeah, so I, I was drinking it and it was good. So if, if you like a mint julep, that's right up your alley. But I just wanted something else to it. So I started playing around with it a little bit. Um, I ended up doing about two and a half to three ounces of tequila, um, one and a half teaspoons of brown sugar. I muddled about five leaves of mint in the bottom. I did two slices of, of lime, squeezed them in there, dropped them in the bottom, you know, and then put the ice on top of that. Um, Mix that up. Did the fresh? Oh, I took the tequila before I put it in the drink, and I put it in a shaker with two slices of jalapeno. Shook it up. Put two more slices of jalapeno in the drink. Dumped it in, and that one was really good. And I liked it just like that. But Stacy had the great idea of adding a quarter cup of um, Topo Chico to the drink. I liked a little mm. bit of fizz. Gave to it, it. A, gave it a little bit of fizz, and she liked that as, mm-hmm. as a head on the drink itself. So that was my drink. Uh, I think we're going to call it the, the first one was a Mexican mint, mint julep. Uh, the second one would be a uh, Jolio or something. Jolio. Jolio. <laughs> Jolio. The, the J is soft. Jolio. It's a Jolio. <laughs> it's going to burn your Jolio later with those seeds left in the jalapeno. Dude, All right. I, I'm not going to lie, dude. I was sitting, I made corn Jolio. I, I made these. <laughs> uh, I made these tonight. Uh, I, had, I had this idea, but I never practiced the, the, the recipe till t- tonight before the podcast. Procrastinator. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. So I was, I, me and her, I was force feeding so Stacey. So I was like trying to prep, like we made some sauteed mushrooms and ribeyes for dinner. And so I was like prepping the mushrooms and stuff in the kitchen. And he just kept, taste this one, taste this one, taste this one. And I'm like, I made, I made. My hands were dicing and stuff. So he would just like hold the glass up to my mouth. I'm, and I'd. I literally force fed her <laughs> tequila. Um, but I would like give her sips, but I, each cocktail would add some. Jeremy, I actually, one of them added your smoked salt to it. 
Oh, nice. Mm. Um, and so. Can I take over for you? Yeah, go ahead. So his second rendition, he added the smoked salt to it and it was fantastic. So then we were like, all mm-hmm. right, that really added an element that we needed. So he made it again. I muddled but he it. He muddled the, the smoke, the smoked salt at first and then topped the stuff on there. And it was like drinking number, number C over here. Yeah, uh, it was like super, salty. super salty and uh, yeah. totally ruined it. But on is, be- is better as a finish. Yes. I yeah. think so. Yeah, hundred percent. Better as a finish. Don't muddle that jazz in the bottom. Or even like right. if you rimmed the glass with some smoked salt, would have been fantastic. It probably kept rimmed the it. smoke flavor. Yeah, a little know. better. Yeah, um, I will say this at the Walnut Kitchen, guys. Rabbit hole. Um, these two gentlemen that were sitting at the bar next to me and Stacy. I didn't ask what the freaking drink was. But it was. The, it was. Um. It was a blood orange margarita with smoked salt on the. No, it's smoked sugar. Smoked sugar. You're right. Smoked, I'm sorry. It was smoked sugar Ooh. on the rim. Smoked sugar. Blood orange margaritas with smoked sugar on the rim. Mm, rim job. I'm going to need Th- you to get on that, Jeremy. This year's Christmas present. Uh, hey. Smoked sugar. I like it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I like it. So that's my drink. I like the jalapenos and the and the seeds in there because it kept your mouth warm, a little spiciness. Stace. All right. Best for last. I home. promise you guys, if you've made it this far, you're not going to regret it. The rowdiest drink ever. Delicious. Easy, something that you definitely want to drink on Cinco de Mayo. So Ew. this is what you need. Start out with a clear cup, a glass of sorts. You're going to put a little bit of lime juice around the rim of your cup and get tahine seasoning. Um, we've also done this before with mm. double action. And you kind of wet your rim with the lime juice and you dip it into the seasoning. So you've got a nice little rim job. Cool, crusty now, rim job. What I'm making is a michelada. Yeah, she said. <laughs> I am making a michelada. Have you guys ever had one? Because I don't the, think so. Because the debacle that I am in, and I know what my preference was, but a lot of the places did it without ice, and a lot of places did it with ice. I personally liked it with ice. Me too. I liked, um, I liked but it with I saw, ice. I watched different YouTube videos where they were making it in Mexico, and you know, authentic Latina people were making them, and. Some were using ice, some were not. So I liked it with ice. So do your rim job. Add a little bit of um, small cubed ice. And then I added a few dashes of Worcestershire sauce. Um, I used probably about half of a lime, the lime juice in the glass. Mm. Tapatio hot sauce. That is key. key. That hot sauce was much. And don't go shy on it. Like I, I like it a little bit tangy. Um, and spicy. So a bunch of dashes of hot sauce. And what's great about it is if it's not to your liking, there you go. Yeah. Um, if it's not to your liking, how, add some more. How, how many, how many jizzes of hot sauce? Did you how put many there? jizzes of hot sauce? <laughs> Quite a few, probably a good 15 pumps. So, um, Oh, wow. <laughs> That's all it takes, folks. I like it hot. I like <laughs> it spicy. <laughs> um, so you put that on there and then you want to, so you can, I've seen like, so in Disney world, they, they serve micheladas and they use V8 juice. Some people use tomato juice, but authentic is Clamato juice. So that is a tomato juice and it actually has clam juice in it as well, but don't let that freak you out. It's delicious. Uh, you can get that at pretty much any grocery yeah. store in the juice section. Um, it sounded so gross to me. I'm telling you guys, it was good. I add about half Clamato juice. And then you want to get a Mexican beer. So you could use, like, we used Modelo. Another great one would be Pacifico. That's something that we drank on our yeah. honeymoon. We drank that crazy. I was over it. Um, we used Modelo. So uh, then you're going to add your Modelo uh-huh. to top it off. And then a little bit more sprinkles of Tapatio. 
and enjoy. And it is like a Mexican Bloody Mary, but it's refreshing because you've got the carbonation. It's a fizzy, it's a fizzy Bloody Mary. Yeah. You've got like the beer essence, but with like a light tomato ish, hot saucy flavors. It is, it's incredible. Oh, it it is very good. She made me, I've had two of them, but I will say, I will say the Tapati or the Tajine is very, what do you, how would you describe that? Um, Paprika-ish? No, it's like a, like a, like a tangy. It's just a chili lime seasoning. Yeah, yeah, it's a chili lime. No, but there's. there's a lot of citric acid. So it's got like that punch. Like that, that, that. yeah, that punch, which, that punch, which to me, I a lot love. Of zest. There's a lot of zest to that. Anytime I order cocktails, if there's like an option to have some type of rim job, whether it be like sugar or salt, I always decline. I don't like to mess with that stuff. <laughs> but this, like, as you can see the glass that I had, I literally licked all the tagine off of it because it was so good. I would think, I think the, the michelada with double action would be really good. Oh, f- fantastic. Yeah. So that, that's what I, that's what I was getting. So, at. so, so good. So there's a cocktail. Yeah. Screw tahine. Get you some double action. That's right. That's right. That's some lime. Well, I was surprised you guys were talking about another seasoning. Hey, it's kind of unique though. Yeah, it's spread, unique. Spread the love, you know? um, it is. When, yeah. When it's good, it's good. I love that, that citric acid, you know, taste, uh, you yep. might actually see something like that coming from us at some point. Um, but for now, I mean, you can't really, you can't really, uh, compare to that. Holding hands with the turkey. Oh my gosh, what is going on? So anyways, uh, let's go to a break. And we're going to come back with all of those special goodies that you guys like. Rapid Fire, Reload Recommends, and the F word. F wad. Special goodies. See you in about 60 seconds. Do you like to cook? Of course you do. And we all know that quality knives and tools are a cook's best friend. That's why we only use the best, Dalstrong. Dalstrong has the highest quality, sexiest knives I've ever laid my hands on. Any knife that you would ever need, they have it. But they don't stop there, guys. At Dalstrong.com, they also carry block sets, aprons, cookware, culinary tools, and even everything you need to maintain a kitchen's best friend. So guys, run. I said run to DowStrong.com and use code ThatReloadPodcast. I said ThatReloadPodcast to save on the finest brand in the game, DowStrong. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We are going to jump right into rapid fire questions. Today, let's do Joel, Mm. Matt, Stacy. Best in the middle. First one, first question of the evening, an old faithful topic we've visited many, many times. Mm-hmm. What meteorological event would you theme your child's birthday party after? Oh. Matt. Joel. Joel. Me. Just kidding. Me. Uh, I would do the, the eclipse. The eclipse. An eclipse-themed birthday party. So they would go straight Fan- to bed. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Matt. Uh, the super moon. The super moon. Wow. Yeah. That is a... Uh, What's the blood moon? I'm pretty sure that's an astronomical event, not a meteorological event. Same oh. with Joel's. Even though whatever. it says meteor, the question. it's not meteor. Space. Yeah. Anyways, Space. Uh, Stacy? Rainbows. 
rainbows was the answer of the evening. That is a meteorological event. What? Really? What? A weather-based event. Yes. Oh. Too much tequila. When you Too said tequila. Um, I'm blaming you, the drinks. When you said I, meteor, I was thinking like meteor. No, that's that would be astronomical. Oh. Um, oh, I had okay. this discussion with my wife earlier about which term to use, and meteorological was the term. No, you're She's not. So smart. You. What are you? Oh. Stacy over there pouring more tequila. No, but look what she poured. She poured C. Ew! She's, not that straight. She's literally got tequila <laughs> in one hand, a topo straight. in the other hand. She's going to shoot that shit. Are you really going to do it? Next question. Bitch, I'll drink that straight. It's three in a row. Pinky <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you> out. <laughs> Is, it's not straight if you chase it with Topo Chico. <sighs> it's still straight. It's a, it's a chaser. Anyways. Mm. Is the S or the C silent in the word scent? As in smell, scent, S-C-E-N-T. Is the S or oh. the C silent? Joel. S. Why can't I be first on these? S is silent. Matt. I think it's the C. Otherwise, it would be skint. Uh, no, otherwise it would be scent. <laughs> Wait, Stacy right. always shits the bed when she. <laughs> Stacy who always shits the bed when she's first. What is your answer? Neither, neither are silent. I mean, both of them are co- contributing to the sound scent. It's the scent. It's kind of prolonged. Like it's not scent. So, so they cancel scent. each other out. And, and you pronounce is that how you say like coins? Scent. Scent. I, 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 I need some. I need some scent. But they sent. You have five cents. How many cents? (laughs) Next question, and I want to remind you guys: we have the standing rule of no repeating answers. Come on, man! Oh no! True or false? People who use shelf-stable green can Parmesan have no passion for life and enjoy tasteless, dull food. Joel. (laughs) False. Eat a dick. Matt. No repeat. So true. Stacy, <laughs> neutral. <laughs> no, 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 That's bullshit. Green shaky cheese is amazing, and you enjoyed it. It really is. It really is. It's a staple, but it it it's a different product completely than like fresh grated parmesan. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. There's 100%. there's certain recipes where they are applicable. Um, in my refrigerator, we normally keep a block of Parmesan uh, to microplane on top of stuff, and that is just phenomenal, but it's very, very different than the uh, than the grated stuff. All right, next question. This is a long one, so buckle up, buttercup. Is E.T. a Jedi? Listen to the facts first. One, Yoda was well-known in the Galactic Senate. E.T.'s race was also present in the Senate and reasonably knew Yoda. Some E.T.'s made it to Earth. Said E.T. played with Star Wars toys and recognized a child dressed as Yoda during Halloween. E.T. could make toys and bicycles float in the air. Was E.T. a Jedi? Joel. I'm going to say no, because I think he was a Jedi training just well, like that just, if you just will. like Gro- one just like Groku so and Grogru yeah Grogru 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 and Go- Goku what the hell <laughs> in the Mandalorian <laughs> Goku yeah 
Kamehameha. Here we go. Whatever. Baby Yoda in 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 freaking a. Help me, Jeremy. No, 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 no. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. He's not throwing the life preserver. No, he's not. This tequila's not healthy either. But just like him, he knew he was not trained, but he could do the stuff. Right? But was he a Jedi? Was he wasn't he a, a Jedi. Force user? No, he wasn't a Jedi. Oh, that's very that's two very different questions. Jeremy. Well, I mean, generally speaking, a force user is either a Sith or a Jedi, and E.T.'s actions were not uh, harming other people. So Matt, was E.T. a Jedi? I guess I can't argue with that logic. I would have liked to have seen him with a lightsaber to have solidified the deal, but unfortunately, we didn't get that chance. He played Stacy So, what, what is your what is your answer? Was he a Jedi or not? Yes or no, Matt? I guess I guess I, I guess I have to say he was. I can't right. argue with the facts presented. And to our resident Star Wars expert, Stacy, who got the Star Wars name that movie correct last week. Um, was E.T. a Jedi? No, he was not a Jedi. It was a totally different time frame. And who is to say that E.T. was? He could still be alive right now. That was just the 80s. Oh, I know that. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, totally different time frame. He is not He is not a Jedi. He's not a Jedi, but he is still alive. He's alive. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now we got a little deep. Uh. <laughs> there you go. Were you a Power Ranger, what color would you be? Joel. Oh, 100% Black Ranger. Isn't that normally a black person? <laughs> no, it is not. The original Black Ranger was a white guy with glasses. Was a bla- it doesn't matter. No, was a black person. No, it, it doesn't wasn't. matter. No, it wasn't. I, I don't see color. Bro. Uh, M- Matt, well, Joel Look at Googles him. He's like black feverishly black. Up. Googling to fact check. Good grief. Yeah, I am right uh, Matt, <laughs> I was I was the Red Ranger for Halloween, so All I gotta right. go Red Ranger. Way to go, Jason. Uh, yeah, Stacy. I know you're gonna think that I'm gonna say pink, but I'm going white. Damn it, you're so oh. right. You're so right. That's kind of racist that they would do that. Yeah. The, the original Power Rangers um, were uh, were not quite socially woke. <laughs> The year is 2025. Astronauts land on Mars. They find a cave with human skeletal remains. There are four words written on the walls. What are those four words? Joel. Why am I not first? This sucks. <laughs> Stacy, whenever you're first, you just shit the bed. So don't Every even, time. Don't even. How can I answer these? There's four words, right? Four words. What are they? <laughs> written on the walls in the caves of Mars. Caves of Mars is... Do they deliver Chinese? <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Don't eat yellow snow. Ah, that's great. <laughs> Stacy. Elon Musk was here. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. Name that movie. First person with the answer, shout it out. A group spends nine hours returning jewelry. It's the Goonies. No. Damn it. I thought the same thing. I was going there. Nine hours. So when, specific. When I look these up, sometimes I worry if I've asked them already because I've asked so many. Um, but I'm really glad you guys are stumped on this one. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was afraid oh. I had asked it already. Titanic. 
No. Oh, that's a good one, though. I could see that being it. That could have been it, but it's not nine hours. (laughs) Matt, I would put you as a front runner for guessing this one. Oh, it's (laughs) Star Wars. Nope. (laughs) Avenger superhero shit. Is it uh, like Indiana Jones? Nope. Nine hours. A group. It's a group, guys. It's a group. Guardians of the Galaxy. Nope. Silver Surfer. Captain America. You're just naming shit. Superman. Stop Wonder it. Woman. I'm not big on. I'm not big on superhero movies. Thor. He is not big on superhero movies. Avatar. Stop. Nope. Stop yourself. I'm learning so much about what Stacy thinks about me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, this is something you are big on, though. Oh, I know. It's Lord of the Rings. It is Lord of the Rings. Hey, I, yeah. love that. Yeah. I love those movies. That is a good movie. It clicked. It clicked. Nine hours ones. returning jewelry. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's really good. That was a good one, Jeremy. Would you rather never eat beef again or <laughs> never eat vegetables again? Not all meat, but just beef. Would you rather never eat beef again or never eat vegetables again? Joel. Oh, man. There's some good veggies out there, man. And you can still have all the other meats, just beef. If I'm really taking this for serious. For serious. serious. All the marbles. Uh, I think I'm going to never eat beef again. No more brisket. No no more steak. No No more burgers. Venison. Oh, burgers. Burgers, though. Burgers. What? Mix, mm. mix in some pork fat. Be good. A cheeseburger. A Haltman family meat burger. Never again. Oh, man. Are this potatoes is... a vegetable or are potatoes like a starch? Are Listen. they like a class all their own? They're vegetables, man. They're veggies. Yeah, they're are vegetables. They? Yeah. A potato is a veggie. Like, I'm getting nervous as if this could really happen. Like, I'm literally nervous. <laughs> as if, if this you was can, real. If you can deep fry it, it's not a vegetable. That's not true. You can deep fry Pickles. any vegetable. Pickles. It's true. It's true now. Cucumbers aren't fruit. <laughs> That's a fruit. That's a fruit. So you're correct. It's a fruit. The deep fried pickles no. are not a vegetable. They're not fruit. Joel. They're not. Fruit. What is your answer? I say uh, I, 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 I can't believe I'm saying it, but no beef. Wow. I did Matt. It. I did it. I need veggies, man. You gotta That's have some veggies. So hard. That means no That's tomato such sauce a hard on pizza. One. Tomatoes. No, are tomatoes are fruits. No fruits? But you wouldn't have you wouldn't have onions to mix into your tomatoes to mushrooms, make tomato sauce. Mushrooms. Yeah. Mushrooms are garlic. Fungus. You wouldn't have gar- you wouldn't have garlic anymore. Garlic's not a vegetable. It's a veg- What what is it? It has to be. It is. It's a root ball. Yeah, it's a it's a root. I'm not clear enough on what's vegetables and what's not, so I'm gonna say give me the beef. Give the beef. Gotcha. Yes. So you're not giving up beef. Um, wait, wait, wait. So you're you're giving up the vegetables? Yes. Okay. Assuming I can have potatoes and garlic. Garlic and is a vegetable. Tomatoes. Yeah, Jeremy. Vegetables. That I, yeah, might change I, my answer then. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no take backs. I can give up no garlic. garlic. What's the deciding factor? No take backs. <laughs> Whoa, wait a second. Garlic really is a vegetable? Yeah. Through, though widely used as an herb or spice, garlic is botanically a vegetable. Yeah, I would have called that like a herb or something. Nope, it's a um, vegetable. It's a bulb. It's a root in a bulb. Holy shit, I eat so many vegetables and didn't even know it. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. 
All right. It's so like macaroni and cheese is also a vegetable, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Wait, so so Matt, are are you sticking with getting rid of vegetables or are you getting rid of beef? There's no take backs. I mean, if there's no, no take backs, it no has take to be backs, beef. It's done. What's what's yeah. done is done. Yeah. Stacy. You know, there's so many other various meats that I could eat as much as I love beef. And shout out to you guys. Um, I don't think that you should be dropping beef. Beef is good. I would give up beef because there are so many vegetables. I love salads and tomatoes and onions and garlic and artichokes. And you still got the pork. I still have elk and venison Venison. and duck and turkey and... Yeah. Yeah. This is... This is not one of the questions, but Joel and Stacey, do you know what beef is? Do you know what <laughs> beef is? I don't know. We know what beef is, but we just beef don't know what vegetables you, are. <laughs> beef is when you have two gats under your, what is it? under your pillow to go to sleep. Beef is, what, what, beef is when you have two gats to go to sleep. Beef is when your mom can't walk in the street. <laughs> and that brings us to our last question. Our Reload Rub's the greatest seasonings of all time. Joel. <laughs> and... and Am I gonna get? Is they stand off shit? Yeah, they're great. They're great. <laughs> they're good. You got nervous. Yeah. Joel or uh, Matt? Look at Matt and say. Hey, wait, no, I, I got it. I got it. Do raccoons have a picker bone? Do you have one of them in your pocket, Matt? Uh, yes, of course. And Stacy. Am I choosing bourbon over over tequila? Over. Over. <laughs> That's like a... Not tonight. You got it. That's like a dish. Not tonight. That's a dish. That they are. And with that, I will toss it over to Joel for... That's right, guys. It's time. This is that segment you've been yearning and... Yearning? What? Okay, hey. This is a segment you want to hear really bad at the end of the show. Kind of close. When I recommend things to you all that are badass and awesome and pretty cool at the same time. And that being said, let's jump straight into... Read a recommend. Is that really bad? That was perfect. I loved every bit of that. This is terrible. This is so awful. Right. Yeah. All right, we're gonna run things in with Jeremy, Stacy, myself, and end things with Matt. So, Jeremy, what you got, brother? My goodness, best for first, guys. Uh. I would like to recommend a movie this week, uh, brand new on HBO Max, is hey. the new Mortal Kombat movie. I've been wanting to see this. I was and actually going to show is, him the trailer when we got off of this. Yes, it is so damn good. I mean, don't go into it looking for a plot or anything like that, but like so much like blood and gore and death. Yeah. It is fantastic. Everything you want out of a Mortal Kombat movie, it is Amazing! It held I'll up. Pr- it held up. So we can't watch it with the kids. A hundred percent. No, no, totally watch awesome. it with your kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, totally kid friendly. Um, no, definitely don't watch it with your kids. Um, I'll probably watch it again because it was so good. Uh, it's just fight scene after fight scene after fight scene. It is just really great. Uh, very true to the video game. Um, I, I love the video game. So good, uh, so gory. Uh, you know the fatalities, everything. It's it, it's a lot of fun to watch. A very easy watch. Uh, check it out. Mortal Kombat on HBO Max. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ah, uh, Stacy, where you at, girl? With that chill. My reload recommends. It's a Dorito, guys. You know, they come out with all these weird Dorito flavors all the time. And 
probably 70% of the time I buy it and I'm disappointed. A lot of the spicy Doritos, you know, they're spicy, but they don't have good flavor. Dorito I am eating tonight is Doritos Tapatio. And it is amazing. I ate it today with a little bit of egg salad, egg salad sandwich with some Tapatio Doritos. And I'm telling you right now, hit the spot. Delicious flavor. Go out and get a bag. That sounds, well, sounds, I had them. They're really good. And I wish you had, uh, oh no, here, I got it right here. We're good to go. All right. My recommendation for this week's episode is actually a birthday present from Matt and Jeremy. They came over, they dropped me off a beautiful bottle of Eagle Rare, and they also got me these two awesome glasses that I was drooling over a couple of months ago at least, and they're by the company called Wonders of Whiskey, and this is their professional series. So it's a professional tasting glass. Think about a wine glass on a stem, all right, guys, but then that the bulb of the wine glass continues up into a snifter-like neck just like a Glencairn one. And it's so delicate and beautiful when oh, you put your when you put that liquor light, in there. It's sexy and it it's it's I have struggled to find glasses that I could get the same effect that I get out of a Glencairn, but what I don't like about glasses like Glencairns and Norlands and things that you have to, you know, you hold constantly is is that the whiskey or the bourbon gets warm. With this, with this bougie-ass glass that I got, you can hold it by the stem. It stays at perfect room temperature all the time, but you can still get the aromatics and the notes out of the nose that I love so freaking much. And as much as these two guys give him a hard time and bust his balls, Joel, a few months ago, had actually shown them a picture of these glasses, and they went total Inspector Gadget on this. Like, it wasn't just a link. It was a picture of this, and he thought they looked cool. And, you know, I'll let you guys tell it from there. Yeah, Matt, let's show that story. Uh, so Jeremy is the Inspector Gadget in this story. So <laughs> go ahead. Joel sends us this random-ass picture one day. He never joins in on our group chat. If anyone is friends with Joel on Instagram, <laughs> they know he doesn't respond to jack shit. That's not um, true. It's, it's Stacy who does everything on Instagram. <laughs> um, so he randomly just sends us this picture in the group chat and is like, Guys, these glasses are amazing. It's like a screenshot of a picture of a glass. And so I do some uh, some inspection, um, you know, Sherlock Holmesian uh, inspector gadget and find the company. And it's a uh, they're hand blown glasses out of Germany is what they are. Wow. And uh, Wonders of Whiskey is the company. And uh, yeah, was able to find their professional whiskey tasting glasses and uh, ordered a set of those guys. Oh, so good. I'm obsessed with it. I've been drinking uh, bourbon out of it the, like the last three nights in a row. So thank you guys. But if you're looking for a very high-end looking whiskey tasting glass, get, check those out. Wonders of Whiskey, the professional series. They also have other ones as well. Check them out. That's my recommendations. With that, let's pass it over to Mr. Matt Farr, our producer, for his recommendation of the podcast. Uh, yeah. So I got something before I do Matt's music this week. Stacy, you reminded me, I've been listening to this great podcast lately called under understood. And the whole point of this podcast is to go try to 
they they attempt to answer questions that you can't answer just by googling them like so there's some actual investigative journalism that has to occur you know they're calling people they're digging into and they always they dig into these topics that are totally meaningless it's right up my alley i would recommend an episode called how cool ranch doritos got cooler do you guys remember from like the 90s and early 2000s for a while Instead of Cool Ranch, it was Cooler Ranch. And then no. instead of Nacho Cheese, it was Nacho Cheesier. No. That was the flavors on Doritos. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. I don't. Nope. <laughs> well, well, back in the mind. day, back in the day, I did not like Cool Ranch Doritos. I was an OG Dorito fan. The Cool Ranch could suck it. But. So it's weird. So it's one of these things where there was Cooler Ranch and Nacho Cheesier and collectively a ton of people remember it and there's also a bunch of people who don't remember it and there's like no reference to it on the internet and so the whole this this show it was released on march march 2nd it's called how cool ranch doritos got cooler they try to figure out what actually happened like why were they called that why is there no references to it on the internet uh it's a great listen go check it out Uh, of course after you're caught up on our show i would never recommend that you listen to anything besides that reload podcast Mm -hmm. so This week for Matt's Music, I have Tempe, Arizona-based American rock band, The Main. Uh, This is a band I saw several times during my college years. This song comes from their upcoming album called XOXO from Love and Anxiety in Real Time. This is a song called Sticky. And I said these days you stuck in my brain Wanna play you over and over again Sticky just like the song in my So the whole purpose of that song is to intentionally get stuck in your head. That's why the name of the song is Sticky. Uh, And it's been stuck in my head ever since I heard it a few weeks ago. I wanted to share that illness with all of you and all of the (laughs) listeners. So now it can be collectively stuck in all of our heads together. How do you every single week come up with badass Awesome songs. I come up with I Shot Your Dog you know, by <laughs> Freddie Eagle Smith. <laughs> you come up with all these awesome songs. I literally... Hey, if you want to hear... Go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, if no, you, you. No, you. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> if you want to hear Fred Eagle Smith, I Shot Your Dog, you can find that song as well as Sticky by the Main on our playlist. Go search Spotify for Reload Recommends. Hit the little heart icon. Uh, you can keep up with all the songs we've ever added in Reload Recommends. Not just Matt's music. Uh, we've all added songs. 303. Jeremy added 303 like the very first time we ever did this. So go check it out. There's a bunch of little hidden gems. Reload recommends. Yeah, while you were playing that song, I literally was picturing myself like flipping burgers and like drinking out of a long neck out on the patio. Like it just gets me vibing. It gets me in that that chillbilly music that I love. Um, I picture myself dancing on the front of our pontoon boat. Yeah, Yeah. that is good. I'm serious. (laughs) I am serious. This is my second reload recommends. If you are not following this playlist, it's you're crazy. You have friends over any anything, and you want to just put something on that is a nice listen. Throw that on shuffle. Yeah, and we don't get anything for it either, right? Like it's just something that we're making to share with you guys. It's a gem. uh, Enjoy it. That's right. You're welcome. That's right. You're welcome. (laughs) 
world. This is our gift All to right. you. World. Use okay. TRP21 at ReloadRub.com, and that is our gift to you. Yeah, world. Well, not the world, America on that one, but the world. Okay. Yeah. America. F word. All right. Well, that's the end of this segment right here. Let's round this podcast out with the segment that you might like, may not. I don't know. I love it personally because it's challenging and gets my brain just moving. It's Jeremy's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Sing it. You have to sing it. Okay. I'm coming. Hey, guys, laughing. <laughs> Welcome and bienvenue to this week, this month, this year, decade, millennia, yes. Fortnite, yes. second minute, Fortnite. this F I don't want to. I, <clears throat> I just want to jump off. I, I shouldn't even say that. I'm just, just like <laughs> nails on a chalkboard. Like the squirrel from last week. Yes. <clears throat> and that brings us to the F wad of this week. Our F word. Hors d'oeuvre. This is the French word for appetizers. Like if you were hosting a dinner party at your house, you would serve hors d'oeuvres. Matthew Farr, would you like to uh, gauge the uh, the participant here? Give me a pen. Give me a pen. Joel, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it. Order. This one is just a shit brick house of spelling. (laughs) (laughs) So on a scale from one to 10, what's your confidence level? Of course, one being least confident and 10 being the most confident you've ever been in your life. I'm going to be a solid. Oh, man. Uh, I'm like a negative five on this one. (laughs) Usually you're in the one to two range. Wow. I know, is, dude, uh, but uh, for some reason, for some reason, an E is sticking out in my brain here as a first letter. Order. Order. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Hey, 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 peanut gallery, keep it down here. Yeah. Okay, well, no, no more E's. Order. <laughs> Order. Let's, go. Let's hear Order. it. Order. You just got to do it off the cuff, man. Order. Go. Order. <laughs> you ready? Let's yes. go. <laughs> you wrote down negative five. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't write down any letters. He wrote down his score. Negative five. (laughs) He's going to bed. Okay, here we go. (laughs) O R or derv. O R D E A V E R. It's whore devour. It's whore devour is how it's spelled. Oh, it's an H. H O R S is the first word, and D apostrophe. O E U V R E. Horse derve. No chance. Horse derve. Order. Order. Negative five. <laughs> Negative five was very accurate. You're spot on hey, with least, that this week. At least I'm good at my, my rating. My good face hurts. My face hurts. This was a face hurting episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's going to be a fun edit, Matt. <laughs> I tell yep. you that much. All right, y'all ready to get? Let's get Let's do it. All right, well, guys, thank y'all for listening to this podcast. Uh, I hope you got through it. We barely did, but we love you guys, and we hope you uh, enjoyed these cocktails and the uh, the tequila porn and 
<laughs> What's funny? Tequila four. I just think of Spanish four. I'm going to take this man to bed. Okay. Anyways, uh, we love you guys. Hope you enjoy the show. Have a very safe yes. Cinco de Mayo. And do that. Before you do that, hit that subscribe button. Do it. Do it right now. No. While you're driving on Cinco de Mayo, do it. Don't be safe until you subscribe. Somebody think it's out of this damn podcast. I got the giggles. Bye. See you next Tuesday. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. I thought you were just no, like, just see you on going. the other side. Yeah. Uh, just throw the buoy. Do throw it. the life vest. <laughs> I'm drowning. And you guys are like. <laughs> watching it happen. Yeah, just keep going. Just keep going. It's like when you see a, a car accident. You just stare at it. It's like the episode of The Office where Andy has like the sumo suit on. He's like floating out to sea, like calling to Angela, yeah. help me. She's like, I don't know what you want. <laughs> I don't want that turd story going on the podcast. Wah, wah, wah. Well, well no. you're telling the wrong you're telling the wrong person. <laughs> I I hear nothing.